Welcome to the Learning Exchange, where L&D and HR professionals can dig deep into the ever-changing landscape of online learning and talent development. Each episode, we'll explore innovations in learning and discuss best practices with special guests from inside and outside the learning world. L&D is evolving, and the Learning Exchange is here to help you keep pace. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Learning Exchange. On this episode, rethinking the system's implementation for learning. It is my opinion that there are many opportunities that allow us to better leverage the learning team as a strategic business partner. For today's conversation, I'm going to connect that to the notion of the technology conversations that may be happening around the organization. Too many times I've been part of discussions relative to the pains that we can sometimes experience with our technology, whether we're talking about an LMS or an HRIS or some other business systems that exist outside of HR or learning like project management systems or financial systems. Many times I find that when we're talking about the pains we have with our tech, there are many roads that lead us back to the same root cause. And that is that many times companies will implement a system and never revisit the decisions they made during that implementation ever again. Here's the thing. An implementation is simply an exercise in getting the system configured. It can be easy for us to sometimes forget that it's not a one and done experience. Mostly, we fall into this trap because the idea of implementation is usually introduced to us at the very beginning of the journey. Rarely does this conversation of implementation resurface in the middle of the journey or toward the end of the journey. So why does this matter? Well, for starters, the company itself has changed since you implemented the technology, right? Um, if we just pick on the learning system for a moment for purposes of being real specific with the L&D audience, can you honestly say that nothing in your organization has changed since your company implemented the LMS or any other tool that you're using for that matter? Um, if you answered yes, that nothing has changed, I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to ask a few more questions. So. Have you welcomed new people into the company? Have people left the company? Have you taken on new customers? Are you offering new services or products that weren't offered at the time you did your original implementation? Has anything in the world around you changed that might affect your business or your employees or even your learning journey? Now, uh, I'm going to feel pretty confident when I say that all of us can answer yes to at least one of those questions. So we can proceed and really get into some details. So to put it in context, you don't usually build your learning programs and then consider them carved in stone forever, do you? I'm going to guess no. Now, we may not get the chance to revisit them and update them as often as we like, but we do have processes that allow us to go back and recognize when something's changed that impacts training that we've built. So. Why should our technology be any different? Many times we implement based on, well, every time we implement based on how the business exists at the time 
that we were in that journey. But we don't really ever go back to revisit those decisions. We stand up the system and we move on. Um, there's a lot of reasons why this might be the case. Again, it's just not natural for us to think about re-implementing something that's already been implemented. We tend to only think about implementation when we choose to replace the provider with another provider. Um, sometimes we don't stop and think about this concept of re-verifying the implementation. Maybe it's we think it might be too painful. Maybe the technology or the vendor behind the technology doesn't easily support this idea of a post-implementation re-verification. Doesn't mean we shouldn't do it. It's always, in my opinion, a great practice to build in at least once per year, if not quarterly, opportunities to revisit the changes that have occurred throughout the business and then identify where these changes might create an opportunity for updates, whether that be in regard to our learning content, whether it be in regard to our learning system and the underlying configuration. Um, again, could be any system in the business, not just learning. Now, the people who build the products are constantly looking for ways to enhance the product and add new features and uh, keep up with what's happening in the world around them. And when it comes to the learning system, we tend to get very focused on just as an administrator, how can I receive these updates and turn them on or off? Um, but I don't think it's very natural or consistent for people to go and revisit the original configuration. When we do that, we might recognize that there's more value we could get out of the platform if we just revisited that base configuration instead of continuing to pile more stuff onto the foundation if we feel like the foundation's a little shaky. So here's, here's an example. We've implemented the, the LMS, and then let's say maybe a year goes by, and we go through a complete restructure in our business. People are moving into different departments and different roles. There might be new departments and new roles created. And so our first instinct as learning and development professionals is to open up all of our training and identify the areas where we need to go and make adjustments, where we need to realign content and um, just better support this new organization. But what about the learning tech touch point? Again, I think we, we really limit ourselves to thinking about making sure that the content they're accessing through the system is what gets updated. But what about revisiting how the courses or the learning objects are categorized? What about how they're organized? Um, could this benefit from a review or a refresh when we look at how the organization might have changed? What about the underlying organization structure? There's a good chance that this will take care of itself if you're using any sort of an integration for creating and maintaining user accounts. But what about the permissions you have in place? Did your prior company structure require you to centralize all of the learning functions? Did you have the ability to push some of that out to the business? Are these changes that we're now trying to reconcile cause for changing strategy? Perhaps you might have been operating with central controls for all things administration in the LMS, and now you could 
consider maybe revisiting and giving broader permissions and decentralizing some of that functionality, putting more power into the, the business leaders to allow them to manage more effectively. Um, did the org changes that you experienced lend themselves to expanding or contracting the permissions and the roles and even what someone should see when they log into the system? When was the last time that you performed an audit of your current technologies? When was the last time that you evaluated changes that have taken place in the business and then reevaluated in context of that something that's more than your training programs to figure out where you might be able to make adjustments so that you can gain more benefit from the tools? There's a good chance that you aren't having this conversation and it's Again, it could be a big conversation. It can seem very daunting, uh, but it's it's a conversation worth opening up. So here's a couple of tips on how you could get that evaluation started. Um, ask yourself a series of questions. So what were the original goals during that initial implementation? Uh, make sure you've got those handy and then consider whether or not any of those have changed. And if so, how? Use that as a way to start uncovering how you might be able to revisit the configuration um, or other components of the technology or processes to create realignment. Who were the key stakeholders when you originally implemented and what was their interest at the time? Have any of the stakeholders changed and have any of their interests changed? If so, how? Um, how does the system align? with your broader people or HR initiatives and processes, and how is this different than at the point in time where it was originally implemented? And then the last question that I would sort of run through in this series of quick checks is, have you received any feedback from learners, end users, or power users that could highlight some areas for improvement? If so, how many of these could be resolved by revisiting the original implementation decisions. Perhaps it's just peeling back the layers to get deep enough in to identify where you need the configuration changes to occur and then building a plan to go do those. Now, you could uncover something that is much larger than what you can accomplish by a reconfiguration when you go through this exercise, but it is still a worthwhile exercise that can yield tremendous benefits. Now, I'm going to close by sort of getting to the heart of how I think there's an opportunity for us to be more strategic partners with the business. And that is that learning teams often don't recognize the potential for influencing the organization simply by setting an example, modeling behaviors that we hope to see. As a learning function, we have access to virtually every employee in the organization. And so by recognizing and owning that, we can do small things like just modeling behavior and it can have a pretty substantial impact. So perhaps you may say that your learning systems are not in need of an update or a refresh or a re-implementation. But ask yourselves, what other technology solutions might the business have in place where this kind of dialogue could offer value?
Mm-hmm. <laughs>